Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Morgan Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. So glad to have you. On the Maggie and Perloff show, week 14 of the NFL starts tonight, Perloff. We've got the poll question up on Maggie and Pearl, which is, what would be worse for the Raiders? Losing to the Colts in Jeff Saturday's debut, which they already did, or losing to the Rams if Baker Mayfield is starting at quarterback, considering Mayfield got there 48 hours ago. I think it's got to be if they lose to Baker and the Rams. At least Jeff Saturday was a pro bowl level offensive lineman he hadn't coached before but the assistants were all there having baker come in with no clue about the playbook at all if he does play tonight by the way and beating the raiders you have to leave town like josh mcdaniels has to get fired on the spot i'm I'm joking but only half like that would be a terrible look for the raiders yeah, I mean, the, the expectations were really low when they lost Saturday. So it wasn't really that bad of a loss because they hadn't worked that. What was their record at the time? They were two and six. Two or and seven, I believe. Yeah, two and seven. So, yeah, I didn't think anybody, no, nobody was like, oh, fire Josh McDaniels. We assumed that he was on his way out anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Now that he's rebounded, the expectations are higher for this team. I think you're right. I think there'd be more fallout from this loss. But what if they lost to John Wolford? Would you say the same thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just because the that's, first of all, you are back onto a backup quarterback. Yeah. And with all the other injuries that the Rams have suffered, the Rams are just, they're, they're not good this year. You know, the title defense has been a disaster. So for the Raiders to lose to them, even if it's, you know, in Los Angeles, which again, that's not even a home field advantage. How many more Raiders fans do you think are going to be at this game than Rams fans? It's going to be like two to one. You know, last week, that Rams-Seahawks game was a battle, though. Like this, the Rams were in that game. Yeah, but that's also a division game. I don't know. The coaches I, know each other super well. Yeah, I feel like the Seahawks are slightly better, or about the same team as the Raiders. If the Rams can make that close, they could at least make it close tonight. And it seems like the Raiders like to pull teams into close games. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, they, they went to overtime with the Broncos. That's all you need to say. They could go to overtime with anybody if they go to overtime with the Broncos. Again, I guess like a division game, but yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, So we got that for you. You can go to at Maggie and Pearl and go vote there. Okay, we also have uh, some fun sound here. Obviously, it's a massive game, Bucks 49ers. Now, this is a big game on Sunday, Pearl Off, not just because 
We're going to see what is it like when a defense actually spends a week game planning for Brock Purdy. Now, Purdy got the nice bump where he came in off the bench when Jimmy G got hurt in the first quarter last week and did well, played very well, actually. The rest of the team also is, like, excellent right now. The defense is awesome. The skill position players are great. The offensive line is playing well. And Purdy just did enough. What happens when the Bucks defense is game planning for this? So that's a big storyline. Then there's one beyond that, which is, are the 49ers Super Bowl hopes, you know, effectively sunk because now they're going to be playing with a rookie quarterback? And then beyond that, is Tom Brady going to fulfill his destiny mm. as quarterbacking the 49ers next year? Now, here was Brady, who was asked about his love of his hometown 49ers. I always consider myself a California kid, and I love the 49ers. I loved them through college, and then when they skipped over me six times, I started hating the 49ers, <laughs> and that's just the way it went down. Brady, so charming, that guy. He will make you believe that his eyes are not set on the 49ers. I always think it's been a dream of his. He said he was in the building for the catch, he, I think he's always loved the 49ers, obviously, and I think that's a huge storyline to watch next year. Also because where else is Brady going to go? I don't think he's going straight to the broadcast booth. I don't think he's returning to the Bucs, so well, yeah, what I mean, else is out there for him? He's smart, too. Forget the hometown stuff. He sees that defense and those offensive weapons. I think he picked the Bucs for very similar reasons. They had a lot of weapons around, and they had a really good defense. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense for that. Wait, set me back one thing to Brock Purdy. Yeah. Does it take four weeks to figure out a back a backup? So Where'd you get that number that's, from? I've heard that number a million times. It takes four weeks for defensive coordinators to get enough tape to fight, figure out a quarterback's tendencies. There's no <laughs> way you could see one game. The other thing, okay, let's have real talk here. Okay. If you had put a Garoppolo jersey on Brock Purdy's back for the last game, you would not have known Jimmy G was out of the game. They looked so similar. Kind of not that tall guys were throwing eight yard outs to Brandon Ayuk, who's breaking two tackles. Yeah. My point is, don't you feel like you're right? It makes no sense for uh, Mr. Irrelevant, the last draft pick, to come in and lead a team. But there has never been a team that was so well situated to not need a quarterback to lead them. Then the Niners, they won a playoff game against the number one seed in the NFC last year without scoring an offensive touchdown when no. they beat the Packers. They are such, they could be an anomaly here. I understand what you're saying. But don't you at least think that maybe this team is so built to support a quarterback that maybe they could do it with Brock Purdy, and they definitely could do it with Tom Brady next year. <laughs> well, that's for sure. I mean, so, yes, you're right about it. Of all the teams, of all the Super Bowl contenders yeah. to have a quarterback to go down, the 49ers are the one team that could actually, like, make this work. Yeah. I mean, um, the Cowboys made it work a little bit. They're, yeah, with Cooper Rush, but Rush was starting to go a little bit down. Yeah, and he has a lot more experience than Brock Purdy as That's well. That's true. And so, yes, you're right in that sense. Like, if Josh Allen went down, if Patrick Mahomes goes down, like, we already just saw what it looked like with the Ravens with Lamar Jackson out of the lineup. Like, it's just Ooh. not the same team. Yeah, I, I would, like Tyler Huntley, though. Yeah, but he's not the same. Like, Joe Burrow. Like, I just don't think all those other teams, it would just be curtains, good night, Thanks for playing. See you next season. You're right about the 49ers that they can withstand it. I just think that even like Garoppolo, who was asked to make a big play 
in the Super Bowl or last year in the yeah. NFC Championship game and couldn't do it. Like, at some point, you need the quarterback to make a big play for you. Garoppolo hasn't been able to do it for the 49ers or else they'd be a Super Bowl champion. And I don't think Brock Purdy's going to be able to do it. So You're they- asking so much of this, guy's Young dude, he's a freaking rookie. I mean, it just there's a reason why rookies don't win Super Bowl. Well, you're saying that Garoppolo hasn't done it, but Garoppolo's had incredible postseason success. He probably should have been in the Super Bowl last year, and they might have won that Super Bowl. So, yes, I you're right. Like, they haven't even made Jimmy G win a game for them, so they've proven but, they no, can but win. G- but Jimmy G couldn't win a game for yeah. him. When they had a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl, he couldn't hold it. Yes, okay, but he also almost got them in the Super Bowl last year. I mean, yeah, but my again, point is he, he didn't get them there. But when yeah, he's that's asked, exactly what I'm saying. But like, when he's so asked to make well, a big play, he can't do it. Right? Can't do it. So, and they still have had. They've still gotten to a Super Bowl and gotten to an NFC title. To their game. credit, it's an excellent yeah. team. So I think Brock Purdy could still win a playoff game and maybe even be dangerous in this particular NFC because it's such. It's going to be such a messy NFC playoffs. So There's going to be. Remember Dak Prescott running up to the line with 12 seconds left? Or whatever? I'll never forget it. There's going to be about five occasions like that in this <laughs> NFC playoff picture. And the, the Niners can muck up a game. Yes, And, you know, all of a sudden, Tom Brady, just because he beat the Saints the other day, he's back. Is that the narrative out there? Uh, like now the Bucs are dangerous? They're a mess, too. That's the point. It's going to be wild. Okay, so if the playoff started today, this is doable, I think, for the 49ers. You would have the New York Giants coming to San Francisco. Right. That's a winnable game, even with Brock Purdy, no doubt. I think the mm. Giants are kind of getting a little yeah. exposed. You see Saquon Barkley, I think, was not practicing today. I landed on the uh, on the injury report for, I think, a neck, something going on with his neck. Anyway. By the way, better for San Francisco that the Giants hold on to that spot than Washington jumps into that spot. We both agree on that. That is not <laughs> Another dangerous backup quarterback. Yeah. You don't want to see it. <laughs> Brock Purdy, Taylor Heineke battle. But seriously, I if I'm a Niners fan, I do not want to see Washington. I'd much rather see the Giants. Yeah, I would too. And now that the dust is settled, like I think this is a really big litmus test here for Brock Purdy and for the 49ers. If you're saying, okay, you need four weeks of tape, I just want to see what it's like with the guy after, yes, he's been taking first-team reps all week. I'm sure that helps him a lot. But what's it like now when you're the guy? You know, when you get thrown in to a game because someone gets hurt, there's not there's no time to think. You know, there's no time to get a million text messages and calls from every person you've ever met in your life yeah. who is now coming out of the woodwork. Like, all that stuff goes away. What has this week been like for him? Now, for Purdy, to his credit, he was a four-year starter at Iowa State, so he does have a lot of college experience under his belt. But to prep yourself now to face the Bucks and Tom Brady, mm. this is not exactly, you know, your run-of-the-mill Big 12 matchup. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It is a crazy jump. But I almost got the feeling watching Brock Purdy play last week that he doesn't know any better. And I wonder if that he doesn't know any better will just last. It's almost like he, he didn't expect to be there, but it didn't bother him to be there. I don't know. You know, sometimes guys come in and they're just cut out for this kind of moment. Uh, I you know, Tom not Brady. Kurt Warner, Tom Brady, backups who come in. I'm trying to think of a more recent example. Taylor Heineke is a guy who doesn't seem affected by anything. You know, some guys just have that, don't get caught up in that. Maybe Brock Purdy's that kind of guy, which is funny because everyone expected him to be this superstar at Iowa State, and they could never win the big game at Iowa State, which makes me nervous <laughs> for him. <laughs> Might uh, be a little bit of a trend. Yeah, uh, he came, came in the top three Heisman candidate twice, and it never quite worked out at Iowa State, but I think, I think he's going to have the right attitude here. 
So it's funny that you mentioned about maybe Brock Purdy's just one of those guys, right? One because of those guys, yeah. One of those guys who the moment is not too big. So here's a little smattering of what teammates had to say about him. Let's first play a little George Kittle on Brock Purdy. He's He's got some kahunas to him, and you got to love that. Like I said, you have to have confidence in the NFL, especially a quarterback, because if you're not confident, guys feel that. I like to say he had balls in his Oh, I can say that? Yeah, he definitely has balls. <laughs> definitely has balls. Is it the biggest compliment you can give a guy from one man to another man? Is that the is that the height of compliment that if you're saying to another guy? It's on the Mount Rushmore, that's for sure. <laughs> on the Mount Rushmore. What else is on there? Uh, He's a gamer. Is that something you guys say? Yeah, t- tough as nails is, is you know that's that's got to be up there. Yeah, but I feel like. Uh... Maggie's pointing out to non-sports situations as well. You want to hear that? It's just something yes, to, I think that if yeah. t- if one man was giving a compliment to yeah. another man, saying, you know, yeah, tough as nails is good, but in general, if, if I said if Mike's, you know, stubbed his finger in the coffee machine, and I was like, ooh, he didn't cry, he's tough as nails, that would work. <laughs> yeah, like also he would be crying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's what, be honest. What right? else is on the Mount Rushmore? Like, I don't know. What, How do you guys guy... compliment each other? I, I mean, big saying... cojones and also. Big, yeah. Well, we, yeah, I mean, we can let George similar, Kittle say but, it for us, Connor. Just isolate that part, like okay. Nick Foles, for example, yeah. and the chance that surround him. But I don't think other men even really compliment each other. Like I would never say, even if I thought that somebody had big cojones, yeah, I would say never it. walk up to a man and say, "You have big cojones." No, Congratulations. not to his face, but like if if you were oh, being yeah. asked about someone else, like the best compliment you can give another man, I think, is that he's got big cojones, or he's yeah. got that dog in him. Is that up there? Dog in him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Garrett Wilson said to my, about Mike White, I'd go to war for him. That might yeah. be up there. There you go. I like now on Twitter and Instagram, sometimes you'll see when someone does something great, it's a x-ray of the person's chest yeah, and the, then just a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or whatever body part. Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, yeah. The MRI part. results are out of uh, the oblique injury. <laughs> Somebody had an oblique. Uh, yeah, but those, those are all sports. Like, I, if you're just complimenting your bro, you might say, oh, that that's a good dude or I think loyal. You would say that guy's loyal. People want to be funny. Uh, too. G- yeah. Telling another guy that he's loyal is not Nothing. doesn't matter. That, oh, okay. guys I misread that, that situation. Now, oh. if you tell his spouse <laughs> or significant other, he's loyal. That's, that's a good thing for her. Yeah. But guy, if, if someone said, Hey, Perloff's a loyal guy, like, cool. Fun. <laughs> I, good, you, that's fun. a good personality compliment, yeah. right? It's like, uh. yeah. I, I guess if we were in war, I would, you know, pick him, but otherwise, yeah. Whatever. Do people want to hear like, Oh, like, Gary, oh, that guy's hysterical. He's so funny. That's a good compliment. Yeah, fu- always, funny's a good one. Yeah, people want that. I All mean, right. it's not that dissimilar. So we should just keep lying to you guys. What do women want to hear? Um, <laughs> um, what do women want to hear? I think women want. I think you want to hear. Um, cool girl. I think that's oh, you. Oh, jeez. I want to set you up with girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to set you up with Susie. She's a cool girl. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> That's an immediate. I'm no, this out. This is a girl giving another girl a compliment, not you guys. I'm talking about girl giving another a woman oh, giving okay. another woman compliment. Because if you're setting up a blind date and you say she's a cool girl, like, I'll, I'll you say, cannot get out of that. Yeah, fast yeah. That, that's the, that's equivalent to a great personality. <laughs> no, 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 that's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse. Like if I was saying to a friend of mine, "Oh, you just moved to uh, to to Mapleton." I have a friend who's in Mapleton. Don't worry, she's a cool girl. Like, don't worry, you're not gonna get some like phony chick. She's cool. She's Got one it. of us. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. But I, I think also the other part of it, though, is like if you're talking to that person, like what's the best company you can pay yeah. to that person? Stunningly beautiful. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be shallow about it, but you look gorgeous. Good dresser. Good dresser. Good style. Okay. Okay. Yeah, great, Sorry. Great style. We're probably spending too much time on this, but what if it was 
Okay, and I had to do this recently. What if you're being interviewed and you're asked to say something nice? Oh, about like a, what do you want to a, a co-host? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to hear? Yeah, about? thank you, Barrett Sports Media, for doing a big, yeah. uh, big there, profile. There's some compliments thrown Samter's way, which I was shocked about. Look at that. Even Samter got a question. Um, what did? Is that what the question well, was? No, say something I mean, nice about Maggie? No, I mean, no. What do you want to hear about yourself in an article? Um, See, I, if I was an article, say one of you guys were interviewed by a magazine and asked about Andrew Perloff, I would want. I would want something about smart or brilliant yeah. or something like that. Sure. Not a, like not loyal. Not, <laughs> and actually not his big cojones. In a magazine. <laughs> well, it depends on the article. If the article is about like work, I don't want someone talking about my cojones at work. Yeah. Does that like, mean you're dumb as rocks, but you're yeah. big cojones? Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that doesn't do me much good. Well, that as guy producer. dumb as a brick. Got cojones though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like does he jump off the roof? <laughs> run into a brick wall. <laughs> Stupid as all get out. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Basically, I'm my tombstone right there. He's a big slobbering dog, but we love him. Um, what do you want to say? <laughs> he's what? really good to kick over in a box. <laughs> He'll take a bite of anything. He's got big co-hosts. <laughs> he's a moron. Imagine saying that. What, what's he like as a co-host? He'll eat anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was weird. Um, what, what? Well, what you did say nice things about me. I that was know. nice. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciated Barrett well, giving a little love to the show. Yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of the comments, nobody wants to hear they're loyal in a magazine article. <laughs> That's a terrible one. That You want to hear smart, funny. You're yeah, not going to say somebody's funny, talented. Dependable. You're not going to say someone's good looking in an interview. No, right? no, no, you can't do that <laughs> hey, either. Uh, tell me about your producer, Mike Samter. Man, he's a handsome fellow. <laughs> that would come off wrong. Now that guy is a smoke show. <laughs> and Maggie, probably, like, probably a smoke show. Maggie, oh, I definitely imagine if I complimented on your looks in this article, how wrong like that would have gone. All the progress that we've made as yeah. women, just right. Although I said I would compliment another woman. Yeah, but you actually probably like. would have liked that if I had said something. Oh my god, you, no one ever dislikes a comment about being beautiful. The problem is, is when you <laughs> take it too far. You know, not you. I'm just saying. In or if you use it in the wrong context, like. Uh, yes, what did you think of that speech at the UN? Oh, man, she was a smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> that is, <laughs> like that is. Well, I'll give you one. Or, like, you can't be in the break room and someone come up and be like, you look smoking today. Yeah, like, that nah. doesn't fly in yeah. 2022. <laughs> but, by the way, the nicest thing Perloff said about me was that it's hysterically funny how unbelievably cynical of a Jets fan I am. So that's, that's as good of a kind. That's on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 I did. It was an article about the show, and I did have to talk about how I now have two new teams to root against because I can't stand. <laughs> I don't want to come in on Monday. I'm going to call in sick if the Jets win this week. And, Me too, by the way. And actually, I root for the Bills, but I root against Maggie's Mets. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. You and the rest of the universe. 855-212-4CBS, <laughs> Okay, coming up, we're matching quarterbacks in the transfer portal to new college football programs. We're going to do that with Josh Pate. He's CBS Sports HQ college football analyst and host of Late Kick Live. He'll join us next. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl off straight ahead. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this season for the first time you can hear every westwood one nfl broadcast stream live for free mondays thursdays sunday nights holiday triple headers and every postseason game catch all the action on the odyssey app on westwood one sports.com via westwood one station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, Maggie, there is a lot of college football news that we need to catch up on. Absolutely, and let's do that with our friend Josh Pate, CBS Sports HQ college football analyst. He's host of Late Kick Live. Josh, thanks so much for making time for us. We know it's a busy time of year. How you been? Well, it's December, and for most normal people, that means, oh, let's get ready for the holidays. For (laughs) us, it means let's get ready for things to fly at us from 52 different directions. (laughs) Yep, but you know it's coming, right? Like, we all know, and we love it. You know, want to play a little game with you first to start off, because obviously the transfer portal news has been massive over the last couple days. I'm going to give you the top five quarterbacks who are in the transfer portal, and can you give me the school you think would be best for them, okay? All right. Okay, right. let's start with number five, and this is the – I got the top five from 24-7 Sports. So, Jeff Sims of Georgia Tech, where do you think would be the perfect spot for him? I'd love to see him in, like, a Hugh Freeze-Auburn offense. I would love to see what he could do. Look, he, I don't think people remember. Jeff Sims, one of the first times you ever saw him, they just inexplicably upset Florida State in week one, like, last year. And then they didn't do anything else. But, man, he briefly flashed on the radar. So I'd love to see him in that kind of offense. I haven't heard that smoke, 
but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Okay, great. Let's move to – you make a good point there. Let's go to Luke Altmeyer from Ole Miss. Um, let's, let's dabble in Wisconsin for Ooh, him. Okay. Let's see what he looks like in a Luke Fickle offense up there. I know they're still trying to get that coaching staff put together, but uh, I'd be interested to see Luke Altmeyer. If we, if we just get to place him, I want to place him at Wisconsin. Okay. How about Hudson Card just left Texas? All right. Now, this one could be fun. So, you just had Spencer Sanders leave. Well, we think he's going to leave Oklahoma State. So, we've already seen examples of Texas quarterbacks transferring and staying out in the Midwest. What if Hudson Card just goes up the road? He may even be able to still live at home. He just goes up the road, and he starts for Mike Gundy in Oklahoma State. I mean, it's pretty much a guaranteed starting spot, I would imagine. He already played I don't want to call it winning football, but playing football for Texas this year. So you kind of know what you have in terms of a commodity. So I'm going to put him in Stillwater. Okay. DJU from just answered, entered the transfer portal from Clemson. All right. So here's what's interesting. Mateo Uyangalale is his brother. Very highly touted player coming in this class right now. And I've actually got a bunch of paper in front of me because we're doing a segment on this on Late Kick tonight where we try and figure out, are those two a package deal? Because oh. I think Oregon's in the running here. Um, I think I think – for instance, USC could be in the running. Like a lot of these West Coast schools, I, I, Ohio State is even in the running there. I don't think necessarily I'd go there. I'd go West Coast. But um, I'm very interested because I think there's there's an unusual attachment there. It's not just an apples to apples. How does he fit here? How does he fit there? I think his little brother probably plays a role in that. So let's just tentatively go Oregon and see how things shake out. Very interesting. Okay, and the number one quarterback, according to 24-7 sports, in the portal is Devin Leary from NC State. I mean, let's talk about Notre Dame for a second. Right. Like Devin Leary feels like Notre Dame. They've got, they've <laughs> I got see what you're saying. Yes. It. Yeah. I mean, it's just I, I think he's a proven commodity. Uh, there's very low risk with Leary. You can decide how high the reward is, but there's very low risk. And I think people kind of soured on him only because he had a pec injury the last half of the year this year. Remember. He was involved with some fringe Heisman conversation in the preseason, yep. and it's not like he was a bust. I got to watch him throw in person. He was a counselor out at the Elite 11 this past summer out in L.A. I mean, the ball jumps out of his hand. I don't think people realize how good an arm talent he is. So I want to put him at Notre Dame, see if they can go better than 8-4. and four. All right. All right, that was the top five. Hey, Josh, uh, reverse engineering a little bit here. What if Bo Nix comes back to Oregon? Do you think that's possible? I do think it's possible. I think it would be in his best interest to come back to Oregon. I know that when we're talking about these quarterback dominoes, obviously a lot of people are waiting on that. Um, I, his coordinator just left to go to Arizona State, and I think that Kenny Dillingham and Bo Nix, that was a perfect marriage of OC and QB out there at the perfect time for Oregon. But I still – man, I watched him this year. And, see, I lived down in west central Georgia when he was in high school at Hewitt Trustville. And he was coming out of high school, and, man, he was good. I watched him in the state championship games down there, and just a dynamite talent. And I think he committed to the wrong program because he committed to Gus Malzahn in a, in a time where they weren't really developing the quarterback position. And he played for, like, three different coordinators in three years, and you just never got to see him maximize his talent. This past Bo Nix, the one you saw this past year, that's the one a lot of us expected from the jump. And I think we've only scratched the surface of, you know, what his body of work could look like. I think he would greatly enhance his stock if he came back another year. And, Josh, focusing on the schools, Ohio State will obviously lose C.J. Stroud. I know they have quarterbacks there. Do you think they would dip it in the transfer portal? And they, could they? I know they didn't lure Drake May into the transfer portal, but if they did, don't they need a big name if you're a school like Ohio State? 
I think they need a big talent. Yeah, and that often, you know, is correlated with a big name. Um, I think teams like that are always in the market for it. Alabama's the same way. I think they're always in the market for a quarterback because the the caliber of player they take out of high school is such that they stack all these big-time talents on top of each other, and it's atypical. Normally, you have one kind of alpha quarterback there, and you have guys who know their role as backups. At Alabama, Ohio State, places like that, they just have a bunch of starting caliber players. One of them ends up starting, and then the other ones disproportionately transfer out. That's going to happen on average more with Ohio State and Alabama and places like that than you know, your Wake Forests of the world, for example. So I think they're always in the market for one. And I just want to remind people, this is a really new era we're in with the portal and with the windows in the portal. You've got a 45-day window right now where you can transfer, but that's not the end. After spring football, you've got another window. And so these coaching staffs have to also take into account, wow, as, as our pecking order, as our depth chart starts to shake itself out and become obvious in spring, what if we don't take a guy we could get? Like, what if Ohio State doesn't take a guy they know they could get in December, they wait it out through spring, then two of their guys transfer after spring ball because they see one of them is going to definitively be the starter and it's not them, and then they're just they're kind of left there, you know, with, with, with their hands in their pocket because they didn't go and take care of it when they could. So that's this delicate balance and juggling act a lot of these staffs are facing. Man, that's, I mean, you're right. It's like everyone's on unsteady ground. Josh Pate is a CBS Sports HQ college football analyst. He's host of Late Kick Live, and we love his work. Um, okay, so, Josh, we got to talk about Deion Sanders because everyone's talking about Deion Sanders. It's one of the biggest stories in college football. Mike Zimmer's going to come be the defensive coordinator. He just poached one of Nick Saban's assistants and Charles Kelly. I mean, how quickly of a turnaround are we looking at with Deion at Colorado? It, well, keep in mind, now we're talking about a 1-11 team. So having said that, I think the turnaround is going to be shockingly quick. I, I've, you know, I've done a lot of radio and, and done a few hits about this, and I've had some people ask me how he'll do at Colorado with this like healthy hint of skepticism in their voice. I have no skepticism about the caliber of player he's going to get there, the caliber of coach that he's going to get there. Uh, it's a no-brainer only because kind of behind the scenes, we know who's reaching out to Colorado already. He's not even having to reach out to them. They're reaching out to Colorado. So wow. you're talking about an army of four- and five-star caliber players that you are – just your presence alone is convincing to look at Boulder, Colorado as their destination for college football. So that's going to happen very, very quickly. I'm talking about like Lincoln, Riley, USC overnight, snap your fingers kind of quick. I'm not saying they're winning the Pac-12 or anything next year, but I'm saying – yeah, they're not going 1-11 next year. Here's why he's having no problem getting coaches. Because the general philosophy in the coaching industry is this guy is so magnetic. He is such a perfect blend of tactician and showman that he will succeed at Colorado. No one thinks Colorado is his last stop. It in and of itself is a stepping stone program for him. Let's be real. And those coaches want to be on board when he finally gets the call from a major Power 5 program in the SEC or the Big Ten. And it's coming, and it's not too far down the road. I think that it's, um, I think it's pretty imminent that they're going to be much improved. And I think there are a lot of ads out there who would have loved to have already pulled the trigger on him, that need the proof of performance that he will give them at Colorado, so that two years from now, all the boxes are checked. Wow. But Josh, 
Well, I, we've never had a Dion. We've never had a, a player with star power become a coach. I mean, in basketball, I feel like some stars have tried that. Like, I'm thinking of Clyde Drexler at Houston in basketball. I, it's funny to me. It feels like we're in uncharted territory, and I have trouble ha- wrapping my head around Dion being settled enough to stay and build a program. I uh, I get that. Here's my counter. <clears throat> Every aspect of this sport is in uncharted territory right now. <laughs> Fair. So the way that you acquire talent, the way you build your roster, uh, the the very conference you play in, in some cases, is changing. The way that the playoff is structured is about to change. Therefore, the scale of success is about to change in your favor if you're a coach. I really think that in college football, with the ability to put your team together through a combination of NIL, portal, and traditional recruiting, it's very possible that you are entering into an era where the unconventional hire for head coach becomes conventional. And I'm, I'm looking at Dion. Dion is a big, flashy name. But I guarantee you, because I hear people talk about it all the time internally, there are programs out there also looking at it from the other side of the coin. They're saying, what if we don't spend 8 or $9 million a year on our head coach? And how about this philosophy? What if we take a money ball approach to putting together our staff administratively and we value the same things in our world within the context of college football that Billy Bean learned to ascribe to in Oakland, California all those years ago? A lot of people are talking about that because it used to be the name of the game was recruiting and you had to have that flashy name. Well, now you can just buy your roster. And so if you can acquire talent the professional way, you don't need the same kinds of names at head coach that you once did. That's kind of a growing trend philosophically in coaching. It's just no one's pulled the trigger on that yet. Wait, that's interesting, Josh. So you're saying, like, get someone who's got a recognizable name but that you don't have to pay, like, 8 to $10 million for? So, like, both things have to happen? You need a flashy name but somebody who doesn't get paid a ton? Is that what you're saying? Well, so there are two things. You could either go about it that way. So let's call it the Colorado model. You could go about it the way of Colorado. Or you could hire a guy's name completely out of left field. You may not have ever even heard of him. And he's a brilliant football-minded guy, or or he specializes in something. But it's not an A-list name or a B or a C-list name. Well, here's the trade-off. You only got to pay him about four or five million a year, tops. And what you do is you moneyball that approach. And you allocate those resources to the rest of the staff. And you, you know all the while, we don't have to have a staff full of Grand Slam recruiters. We are going to be able to assemble this roster the same way the Kansas City Chiefs assemble their right. roster in some cases. And so we can do it a different way, and especially those programs that have traditionally been behind the curve and they've been – at a disadvantage resource-wise, that's the conversation right now internally. Well, it's really interesting because I was also thinking, like, who's putting more money now into facilities and stuff like that? Take all that money that you used to build, like the Shangri-La at Clemson or these other places, and just give it to the to the athletes because, what I mean, is it, are you going to pick someone over the weight room or whether or not you're getting, you know, an extra $500,000 of NIL? This is something that has been told to me. I, I go on the road every week during the season, and oftentimes I meet with either staffs or, or tour their facilities the Friday night before a game. Anyone who just recently built new facilities or upgraded their facilities, I mean, I had one of them tell me point blank, we are so lucky. God was just looking out for us on the timeline here because <laughs> we're the last people. We know we are the last people to ever be able to dump money into facilities because from now on, no one is going to be able to justify spending this money on facilities 
when it can be redirected to just a straight talent acquisition game. And so if you didn't upgrade, and if you thought you were about to upgrade in 2025 or 26, those plans are going to be scrapped. Josh, you know, it's funny. uh, That also helps us, this Moneyball approach, with the way the Final Four is, there's no way a Moneyball team is sneaking to that Final Four. But the Final 12, Mm. are we talking finally a Cinderella champion maybe? I, well, see, that's where uh, we differ a little bit because I don't think you're going to see a Cinderella champion in college football. Um, I think that the gulf with just the way the sport works is still a little bit too wide. To okay. where it won't necessarily mirror basketball. But let's let's think about what we're talking about. If the University of Minnesota, just speaking out of the blue, were to implement this approach, you don't have to win titles at Minnesota to be considered a monumental success. If you're If you're anywhere remotely in the conversation, of a 12-team field. You are succeeding greater than anyone has in the modern era there. So that's the same way Oakland has been in baseball. They didn't win a World Series, but they were in conversations that otherwise no one with that payroll would have been in. And I think similarly, you could see that happen in college football. Uh, Josh, we got like 30 seconds for you. More likely upset, TCU over Michigan or Ohio State over Georgia? I think it's Ohio State over Georgia because the athletes are more comparable. I mean, unless TCU jumps out to a two-score lead and is able to play that game on the perimeter, I really think the deep end catches up with them physically in the second half. Or Ohio State, man, they may not match up on the lines of scrimmage either, but they've got the horses to go four quarters, possibly, with Georgia. Josh, can't tell you how much we appreciate this. We're big fans. Josh Pate is a CBS Sports HQ college football analyst. He's host of The Late Kick Live. Let's do it again soon. I appreciate it. Thanks, Josh. That's fun stuff. We had covered a lot wow. of ground there. I mean, Josh blew my mind with this. Um, I know. This is really cool. I'm into this. I'm yeah, surprised no, no, no. you didn't think this up. Money. Oh, I love <laughs> it. But you know what it is? Because you're so caught in this idea that it's always going to be Georgia, Alabama, maybe an LSU and Ohio State. This idea, it's hard to get used to this parody idea in college football, but maybe, maybe. Coming up, what's at stake for the Raiders tonight? In short, everything. We'll give you our picks as well. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. All right, massive game tonight for the Raiders. I expect to see tons of Raider fans in the stands in L.A., quite frankly. 
um, because that happens a lot with the Rams. Their stadium gets taken over. I imagine you're going to see tons and tons of Raider fans. And if this is not an easy win by the Raiders, we'll set it at win. This should be an easy win from the Raiders. I know they don't make anything easy this year, but this is a team that's won three in a row that's now teetering on getting back into it in terms of the wild card race pearl off in the AFC. They cannot mess around with a Rams team that's decimated with injury. I mean, I okay, that's all true, but I want this game to be relatively close. I mean, it should be. I don't know why it's a six and a half point spread because the Rams barely fielding a roster. This is like their practice squad is going out there. Well, they are home, it's, technically. At six and a half points. Yeah, and in, somehow, I think it was last week that they looked good against the Seahawks. Still, I don't, I like you, I don't really understand how this game's going to be close. But I do, i telling you, Maggie, if Baker Mayfield is in there, there's going to be a moment tonight where he's going to make a play. It might be, they might lose by 29 points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they might they might lose 41 to 17, <laughs> but I I just have to see it. It'll be so exciting. Or it could go totally Nate Peterman and he throws four picks and eight passes. I hope not. Uh, one take, I'll tell you, if we're going to talk about bets for this game. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey got? has not scared me of late. I feel like Devontae Adams is going to eat his lunch tonight. You like the reception prop or you like the receiving yards prop? I would, I like both. I like the receiving yards. I feel like Ramsey's going to get burned. I think all the Rams cornerbacks are going to get burned. I, I think Carr is going to feast a little bit on them. Tonight. Okay, so Devontae Adams, his receiving prop, the over-under is set at 88 and a half. Yikes, so that's so high. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and then his receptions, I believe, is seven and a half. Give me touchdown. What's that at? Anytime touchdown, it's minus money. It's not going to be a good bet. Uh Devontae Adams, anytime touchdown is minus 160. There's no value there. Can I tell you where the value is? Because it is, I think it is going to be a lot of Jalen Ramsey, obviously, and Devontae Adams. So what I like is actually some Mac Hollins props. Give me Mac Hollins' anytime touchdown is plus 255. I also like his over and receptions at three and a half. Mac Hollins, don't let his cool demeanor fool you. This guy came into our studio, walked around New York City with no shoes on. This dude's a savage. And I think that there's going to be so much attention to Devontae Adams. I think Matt Collins is going to be is going to be the dude. Yeah, but number one receivers have been killing the Rams. So, I, I, I'm, all right, I'll take Devontae. You could take Mac, our, our guy. Okay, we could same game parlay now, this stuff and get some real odds. This is actually not even just a gambling topic, but it's affected gambling. Do you have to rest Josh Jacobs at some point? He's been questionable all week. He's going to play. But, I mean, I think the best way to be – for the Raiders to win, they want to give the ball to Josh Jacobs 25 times. But at some point, are they going to are they gonna be wary of that? Maybe we go Josh Jacobs under on carries or yards. You think they're going to try to, like, do a little load management if they yeah, have a lead? because he's been hurt. The only problem hurt. is, is if you have a lead, you kind of want to lean on the run game a little bit. Yeah, but maybe they put in his backup uh, – I don't know. I just feel at some point, Josh Jacobs, how many, I, I haven't seen a guy who's a non Seattle Seahawk get this kind of wear and tear in a long time. <laughs> it feels like they, they do almost as if he's a free agent and they don't care about if he has any legs left after this year. Isn't that interesting? This portion of the show is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code MNP for Maggie and Perloff to get in on the action. Well, if you're saying that this is not an important game for the Raiders, though, every game's important. I don't think they can afford to have Josh Jacobs sit. Now, if they have a big lead, sure, but you're playing New England, that's a massive game for you. If you're talking about wild card implications, then you're at Pittsburgh, San Francisco, right. and then Kansas City. You don't have, like, you can't get cute here if you're the Raiders. You've dug yourself in too big of a hole with your two and seven stars. If you cannot beat 
the Rams, this state this of the Rams, Rams yeah. then forget it. You're not going to beat any of these teams. Yeah, this is the one opportunity to hope that you get a lead and that you don't have to lean on Josh Jacobs. Do you think that the Rams, say Wolford does go out and start, John Wolford is going to try to see if his neck is good enough to go. Even if he does start, do you think if they're down that Baker Mayfield gets in in the second half? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do too. You got to get him some live action. I think that the offenses are similar enough uh, that he's run. He was running Stefanski's offense most recently. Or what I, I don't actually I have no idea what they ran in Carolina because <laughs> they were <laughs> ben, on the field ben for McAdoo's that long. offense. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the offense that they ran was Baker Mayfield drops back and throws it straight into a defensive tackle's <laughs> hand again, <laughs> well, that, again, and again. Yeah, just uh, tons of balls getting batted down the line of scrimmage. Yeah, That's the Baker Mayfield we know. I'm not a huge Baker Mayfield guy, but I do think that there's some magic. There's going to be a spark. And, you know, backup quarterbacks, we were talking about it with Brock Purdy and the Niners. Sometimes they fool the opponent. Yeah, but Brock Purdy at least has had the playbook. Yeah. <laughs> He's been in the building. <laughs> we're talking about Brock Purdy, Since Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's won a playoff game. I mean, if Brock Purdy could do it, Baker Mayfield can do it, Maggie. I think Baker Mayfield's about to come Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, let's go to Jason. He's in Alabama. What's up, Jason? Hey, thanks for taking the call. You got it, bud. What's on your mind? Yeah, just not one point. Yeah. Does the United States of America think that Alabama isn't one of the best four teams in the country? Yeah. Like, honestly. But, Jason, Does you know, we've gone over this with you, though. This is a, that's not how it works. There's other criteria that, unfortunately, Alabama did not meet. I thought I thought the, the you know the selection committee one of their things was to get the best four teams in the country. I think that's what it says. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It is to get one of the best four. I'll get four of the best teams in the country. Alabama is definitely one of the best four teams in the country. You can't deny it. You can bring up stats and all sorts of stuff that means <laughs> nothing. That's irrelevant. I know, Bryce but Jason, the, I, I get it. Bryce Young is better than half the quarterbacks in the National Football League right now. <laughs> All right, well, well now, Anderson you, now you've got your crimson colored half... glasses on there, bud. Uh, oh, 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 so you don't think so? You don't think you don't think half the teams in the NFL would trade their quarterback right now for Bryce Young if they give him the chance? Well, I think half the quarterbacks in the NFL are not that great anyway. Um, yeah, well, that's to my be point. honest, <laughs> I would Jason. I love Bryce Young. I love Bryce Young too, but I don't uh, listen. I might get proven wrong here, and if so, Jason and everyone can celebrate. I don't think Bryce Young is a slam dunk thing in the NFL. And the reason why I say that, Jason, is not because of he lacks poise or that he lacks smarts or that he lacks ability. It's not that. It's just his size. We saw what happened with Tua. I mean, Tua's one more concussion away from, like, some really serious consequences. He's also a few touchdown passes away from an MVP award. I think Tua is a good case for Bryce Young. Look at Tua. He's balling out. Bryce Young, kind of a similar game, but Bryce is Probably even a little bigger than Tua, a little bit, and he's probably a little better than Tua. Actually, Tua at his peak at Alabama was amazing. Yeah. So I think the the rules that help the quarterback will give Bryce Young a chance. I hear you. No, I totally understand the size thing. Baker Mayfield is another guy who's not that big. Yeah, Baker's a lot thicker than Bryce. That's true. You you know what though? You look at the NFL today. For me, it's a flawed quarterback class. That's going to help Bryce Young a lot. Of course it's going to help him. Again, can he play at the next level? But If I was a general manager and I needed a quarterback, I don't think I would take Bryce Young. As much as I like his ability. You're in the Houston Texans, you wouldn't take him? I don't know. I mean, Uh, listen, I can't go back with with what I got now, Davis Mills and Kyle Allen. I get it. I'm, I'm up against it. 
but I'm worried about his durability at the next level. Yeah, I feel like it's worth the risk because of all the leadership. A team that is completely empty like the Houston Texans, yeah. that's exactly the kind of person you want to bring in. Thank you to Mike Sampter, to Connor Green, Marlo Donahue, Allison Cohen. Hey, tomorrow we're going to be in Perloff's hometown of Philadelphia for the Army-Navy game. Excited to be there. Join us, will you? See you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 